Welcome to Know What I Mean. My name is George. My name is Oscar. And in this week's episode, we talked about, well, we talked about miracles, which is an incredible thing to talk about. I feel very enlivened, if mm. that's a word, by this episode. I feel refreshed by it. And mm. just talking about what we assume to be reality. What is it like to actually be alive? I think, yeah, a lot of it is around our assumptions of things. And it's really fun to to kind of dive in and question those things so mm. yeah very enjoyable episode to to record yeah yeah no i well i came in feeling in a particularly good mood had a coffee so i'm feeling <laughs> pre on it i'm not very um <laughs> i'm not very hardy with the caffeine so it really really hits me um <laughs> but yeah yeah what you were saying as well before the episode actually about how you know these particular conversations that the way you're talking about a topic that can really kind of make it arise within yourself. Just talking about something, talking about the miraculous has just got me feeling, you know, rather miraculous myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that, that feeling can be yours if you listen to the end of the episode. So yeah, please enjoy. I felt like we got quite loose in this episode. I feel like we've kind of really found our stride recently in the last few episodes i've been really enjoying them so i hope you enjoy this as much as i did let's get into the episode so the quote for this week is from albert einstein and it is there are only two ways to live your life one is as though nothing is a miracle and the other is as though everything is a miracle and i'd actually first like to read out the definition of a miracle because it's a clearly a very important part of this quote so the definition the definition <laughs> the definition, definition. Is, yeah i just missed out a whole bunch of syllables there uh, is an extraordinary and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore attributed to a divine agency so the first way that this quote is talking about of, of seeing nothing as a miracle is, you know, the way that a lot of us live most of our lives. You know, I live most of my life in that way. And I think really the reason why things can seem unmiraculous is that we don't have all these crazy things that aren't explainable by scientific laws. You know, they just seem to be like, oh, yeah, I know what the world is like. You know, the cars drive down the street. I go to my job. There's these things, you know, you've got concepts of like you know ge geopolitical things going on and and all these different things and they all kind of basically make sense they're pretty consistent you're kind of moving in a linear fashion through time things you know seem pretty reasonable relatively predictable you can't tell exactly what's going to happen but usually the things that happen aren't that surprising in general and i think that the reason why we can really get into that mindset is because of what we take for granted. We take for granted, you know, this, the fact that we're alive and that this, all of this is happening. But if you actually go a step back, then you can realize that, that really everything is a miracle that it's even happened. So if you go, for example, back to the big bang, which was over three billion years ago 
And I definitely did not know that until I researched it before the episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like over 3 billion years ago and somehow that big bang has turned into like human cities and giraffes and animals and Netflix and even somehow you have arisen and have the ability to perceive this little instance that has been created by the big bang like it's it's so nuts and and that gap of like our concept of the big bang all the way up to here you know we've got ways to kind of try and make it seem logical and make sense but like how did how does matter even exist like how how is there even stuff could there not be stuff like there's just so much craziness that we have absolutely no idea about and our lives are built on top of that and it's natural that we just kind of take it for granted really because that's a much easier way to live you know to in order to like go to your job and and be within a society it's usually helpful to kind of you know to not be just like staring at the sky like oh my god what the fuck is happening <laughs> how am i how do i exist like this is you know this is not really like a very you're not programmed evolutionarily to be thinking like that that all the time because you know the the cavemen who spent all the time like just looking at the stars like what the fuck <laughs> those are the ones who just <laughs> could have starved or whatever you know it's not it's not very useful <laughs> but it is something that's very enjoyable and very interesting to explore yeah it's a it's a very cool way that you can see the world and just flip that switch to see it from a different perspective and see everything as miraculous so yeah mm. there we go there's my first little bits that i thought of with it and mm. i'm i'm curious to hear what, what you've been thinking i want to read a quote that links to this quote okay that's my go first little bit so this is by a guy called thomas merton life is this simple we are living in a world that is absolutely transparent and the divine is shining through it all, all the time. This is not just a nice story or a fable. It is true. So what that essentially is saying, if you can get over the word divine being used, is that there is, well, it's the same as this quote, you know, the, the real direct experience of just being conscious just being alive and 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 being aware mm. is miraculous and it is actually a magical experience you know it might not be that you're listening and you can relate to that but there mm. will be points in your life where that will have been recognized so mm. yeah looking up into the sky at night really getting a sense of how vast the world is moments of awe these are moments where the mind or thought dies down and concepts die down mm. and just this pure con just the just the really direct sense of being alive and being conscious is there is 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 sort of like you know not to put down how important thoughts are to function but thoughts and concepts add add veils and we we've got multiple veils in front of our eyes 
because that they're, they're sort of a mesh of constructs and ways of making sense of things but behind those veils is just the raw experience of being alive and we can talk about miraculous things but i think if if you're to have say ever tried psychedelics or got into a deep meditative state been on a retreat had those awe inspiring moments that may be really few and far between because it it it's with you know our build up of of concepts and and constructs around the world is literally like that pervades our entire life to to for that to to be seen through or to disappear even for a second is is very rare uh, mm -hmm. for most of us so these might only be really short glimpses but in those moments it is i'd say miraculous or magic or divine is the perfect way of describing it, it mm. it's it you know and i i have often been in states like that and 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 just referred to it as being like magic because mm. yeah the definition for miracle that i had just myself was something inexplicable and beautiful mm. and that sense of being alive that raw sense of just being alive has that quality it's mm. kind of inexplicable like because we can explain things through science we can dissect things you know and we can try and figure out what 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 kind of the cause and effect is one one thing leading to another how mm -hmm. things are constructed in a way but it still doesn't really get to the base of the fact that anything happens at all yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah. we are just alive like that is the, the fact that we're conscious is miraculous it's in it is inexplicable it's, yeah. it's so you can't really get to the base of it no. in a way so yeah that's that's a real connection that i make is just mm. pure consciousness just really recognizing when you're alive and mm. that sense of the miraculous really yeah. yeah and i've i've heard scientists who study consciousness talk about it and just just saying that like they really have no idea what the fuck consciousness is or how it happens like there's some things that they understand but like so much of it is completely unknown and like where does it arise where does it happen it's just so bizarre and so unknown and mm. yeah i think those kind of religious type words can actually be you know i i used to definitely shy away from using them but i'm i'm more comfortable using them now and just as like what the fuck else are you gonna use to describe this this sort of stuff you know it mm. it feels because it is it is like magic and you can you know magic is you know even if you just think of like a magician right there they do something that appears you know we call magic but essentially you know they're doing something that's constrained within the laws of the universe but they've managed to make it look like it's something that doesn't fit into the laws of our universe that's kind of that's the trick really but something that's magic is just something that we don't understand doesn't mean that there won't someday we'll, we'll understand consciousness and, and how that arises. And I think, you know, that's just the progress of science that we get closer and closer to understanding what everything is and how things connect and, and, and what making predictions about how things will, will happen in the future. But there is just so much unknown and we're so far from understanding everything and I don't know if that is something that's even possible to get to, 
there's mm. so much just wonder and awesomeness of this just crazy shit that's happening like i've i've had quite a few moments some since kind of you know understanding a bit more about spirituality but some before that of just being like whoa i'm alive like what how did this happen like how am i alive like i'm now i remember once i was walking back from from the skate park walking up the hill and just being like well what the f how how did this happen how am i now like here walking up this road like what like it's just it's just completely miraculous like there's no other way mm -hmm. to describe mm -hmm. it and mm. i remember when i've been in that headspace it's really strange to think of other people not being in that headspace or not thinking about that because you can just get so caught up in in the story and and so tightly woven into your life you know i think that time walking from the skate park was the first time i'd had that and this was like i don't know when i was maybe like 15 or 16 or something and i think that i've, I've gone 16 years without stepping outside of the story of the world and and everything like it's it's unbelievable how rare those experiences can be obviously once you've mm -hmm. had one it's something that you can like dip into more easily but there's a lot of people who go you know their entire life without really having those like miraculous moments yeah and i guess what someone might say is that that's just another experience you know that it's just like oh you just felt a you just felt a bit kind of like spaced out or whatever mm, but yeah. I, I think every well I, I, it's likely that all the listeners for this show being the nature of this show has has had at least one experience in memory of that even if they were very young or whatever I, 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 I think it's safe to say that if you're having an experience like that then you know that it is very profound mm. You know, it's it's you just intuitively know this is a lot more real than my usual state of being. My usual state of being is way more like deluded and confused mm -hmm. as a way of being than yeah. this, mm -hmm. which is very quiet and very vivid and yeah. very three dimensional and like, wow, this is OK. Mm this this is this is real life this is mm. this is me really experiencing what life is right mm. now and that is just intuitive so you know again i couldn't really get into a debate with someone about that because other than just saying you know it when you see it it's it's difficult to kind of go any further than that but mm. but it it just really intuitively feels true that that is mm. significant yeah that you're getting a real taste of life in those moments mm. And I love talking about this stuff because I, I find that it's it's so kind of conducive to really being more reflective and kind of getting into states like that. Mm. But it's it's also interesting what you said about the fact that, you know, once you've had an experience like that, then in a way it becomes more available. And I, I agree with that because if I, if I sit down and I, I have an intention to become more present and to sink into a space like that, then... I will be able to do that mm. given a certain amount of time. However, it's incredible how enticing the story of the world is. Mm. Like it's it's kind of unbelievable being that I've had that 
kind of profound insight of, of the significance of coming back to a sense of presence and that sense of mystery so many times and yet i always it, like the addiction to being in this kind of constructed world is so strong you know it's mm. it's so um it's so enticing yeah that i choose i choose to be in that place much more than i choose to come back to this sense of magic and mystery and yeah and you know something more miraculous yeah and and that's just very funny and and that's definitely funny to the the, the person in the miraculous state mm. you know i i know like again being in in a place like that and being like what the fuck am i doing most of the time i just like you know what i mean like i i'm i'm kind of i'm trying to get like little little kind of some like bits of pleasure like scraping around for like these little <laughs> bits of pleasure on instagram or whatever like you know and like i'm i'm just kind of like trying to get these little tiny nibbles of some like some little bit of pleasure here and yeah, there yeah. and this is available the yeah, whole time 24 7 this yeah. is available yeah and it's just like it's fucking laughable it's not like there's a judgment it's just hilarious that yeah. like how w what you exchange you know mm. like what what is what do you actually pick yeah when living from this miraculous place is actually possible so much of the time yeah you know? well i've i've heard it described in a neuroscience context how you know obviously we like strengthen these connections when we we have thoughts or we have common patterns of behavior and you know the more we do those the more we strengthen them and i've heard the analogy of like imagine you've got a snowy hill and you're sledging down it and as you keep sledging down it you're going to end up it will just develop these paths of where the sledge goes and if you keep going down you're going to end up deepening these grooves and you get more into that that little way of going and it can be hard to to get out of those sometimes you know like you can be like really make an effort to like go from a different part of the hill that you haven't been on or like try and make a new path but then you're very quickly gonna kind of get back into one of the old ones and then go down that way like it's yeah it can be quite quite tricky one one way actually that was described when i heard that analogy was about using mushrooms and how that can actually be a reset for some people, or at least essentially the analogy was that it can kind of like give you a fresh snow so you can like remake those paths from scratch. Mm. Now, obviously it's not as, as simple as like a complete hard reset. And I'm not just like saying everyone should just like do mushrooms and reprogram their mind or something. <laughs> um, but there, there are ways that you can kind of like reset yourself. And and sometimes that can be through, you know, like a, a psychedelic or something, or just a, a very powerful experience or something that, that really changes how you see the world. And then that can end up, you know, shifting, giving you a, a fresh snow or, or kind of helping you to develop a new path. But yeah, very easy to get to get stuck in those grooves, really. I thought we could have a little play with, I suppose we've kind of delved right, right into just the, the magic of consciousness itself and just being aware and being alive. Mm. Um, but I thought it would be cool to, to go into not just the experience of life being miraculous, but just, well, maybe experiences that we've had of what we might call as being 
miraculous i guess stuff stuff that is sort of inexplicable or like quite amazing happening i mm. i i had i had something happen yesterday actually which was pretty miraculous so i sent in a proposal to do a painting and i've been doing these paintings at the moment which are based on on song lyrics and i got approached about doing this commission for someone so i went away and i had a little look through my spotify and you know picked to you know a couple of songs to work with and created a design and sent off this design and yesterday i got an email back saying basically like i don't want to sound weird but the song that you picked well my husband died a couple of years ago of cancer and this was our song that you picked wow. and it's a really obscure song it's not like a it's not like a you know it's it's not like a Jimi hendrix song or whatever like it, mm. it's it's quite an obscure song and she was saying that ever since he's died like this song has just been coming on in like cafes and anytime her family like meets up this song just seems to start playing somewhere wow and i just sent over this this uh this lyric to her so she was obviously like really happy and like it was such a like beautiful thing to mm, happen mm. that that would happen but it was just like one of those moments where it's like i you know because you can take two angles on it you know it's like one is that coincidences happen mm -hmm. <laughs> and odds are that you're gonna pick a significant song for someone at some point you know fine mm. that's kind of that's that's one way of looking at it the other way which i'm choosing to look at it is is that you know there's there's something more going on you know I, mm. and i don't know what it is but that was a very serendipitous magical moment that was significant for me and this person mm -hmm. and I like to choose to believe that there's a bit more at play, you know, mm. there as to, to why that ended up happening. And mm. I find that taking that angle, there's a lot more delight in there and mm. significance. Mm. You know, that's it's a choice. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm choosing to see the world in, in that light. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that, of, of seeing things as more magical, actually. And I've got, I've got a couple of friends who are, are both very into it. And my friend Andy as well is very into this idea of serendipity. And I remember it was interesting just hanging out with him because he would just like find these things all the time and just was focusing on them and reinforcing them. And it just kind of makes your life feel a little bit more magical. Mm. It's kind of harmless, really. You just keep finding these little moments. You're like, oh, wow, God, this is strange. Like I was just looking for that. And then boom, there's one right there. Like these, mm. these things do actually happen a lot. And, you know, the whole point is you don't need to try and understand it or explain it away. You can just enjoy it. Like don't just see, think like, wow, this is a really beautiful, amazing thing that this song I happen to pick. You can believe that maybe you have some connection with this person or there's there's something magical going on and that's fine like uh, and i i used to be a, a lot more kind of dismissive of that sort of thing but i think that that like can really make life more more enjoyable and more meaningful and uh i don't think it's 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 like a harmful thing to do my friend andy actually i, I think i told you this story when i came to visit you in manchester but he was doing a thing. I think it's called, now I remember, I think it's called dowsing, but I'm not 100% on that. 
but essentially he was doing it like his version of it but essentially it was like he was going to this market and he wanted to find something something magical something that was like a, a good luck a good luck charm essentially and he just had this in his mind he's like right i'm gonna go to this market and i'm gonna find you know a really something very lucky that i'm gonna buy and, and keep with me and i can't remember actually what it was he found but he found something that day after setting that intention and he's kind of bestowed it with meaning and keeps it with him and i think that's just such a fun thing to do it's like a playful thing it's it's a more yeah more playful relationship with with life and that's something that i've really wanted to embrace more because it can just be so much fun and i prefer living in that world than a very kind of secular atheistic logical world you know mm. i doesn't mean that you it's it's such a weird area to get into because like i'm already like like me listening to this like a few years ago three or four years ago it's like <laughs> red flags this guy's a fucking idiot <laughs> it's like oh yeah you don't like logic bro like what the fuck yeah. like, i'm like oh yeah i prefer things that can't be proven and and just to believe them and and that's fun like yeah <laughs> but i think if you're generally someone who's who's thoughtful you can you can play with these different ideas and and do it in a fun way that does enhance your life you know you can have these things which which make you feel lucky or are meaningful or have these extra moments of connection with people and that's fine to to bestow them with with extra meaning and it can make life seem more more miraculous mm. that's just another mm. you know like in this quote it says that there's there's only two ways to live your life and that's that's one of them you can you can choose to make things more special and more magical and to really see those things and look for them and that can be a mm. a much more enjoyable way to live sometimes mm. also there is an assumption i guess in the first way of seeing the world as if it just isn't miraculous at all there's an assumption within that that the conclusions that have been made and the models that you use are fixed and they're not going to change and that they are factual they are true mm. and the fact is scientific theory ideas about things are being disproven all the time yeah. studies turn out to be basically incorrect or not not done in the correct way mm -hmm. or very outdated or you know they cancel each other out somehow mm -hmm. and in moments like that i guess collectively where we've got an assumption about how things are and mm. it really just seems like that is the truth for example you might have the assumption that breakfast is the most important meal of the day right like mm -hmm. i believe that to be true just because i was told it so much when i was growing up and yet now loads of people are doing intermittent fasting and and a lot of people don't eat breakfast and i'm sure there's many theories that disprove that particular one but that that's part of my model for the world mm -hmm. and so my brain somewhere in the back would say that that's true and a fact yet yeah every single one of us have has these different models 
as to how the world is mm -hmm. so it's not like there is this base level foundation of knowledge yeah that is unchangeable and true yeah and we happen to either live in that world of yeah. unchangeable completely true knowledge about things or the miraculous world yeah the choice really is do we live completely conceptually and completely thought-based mm -hmm. as in every single thing that we look at and do is propped up by this pyramid of ideas that seems solid and fixed mm -hmm. but actually isn't <laughs> or do we live in a way that we are not constantly dependent and reliant on these models or mm. or we can recognize in fact it's more like we can recognize the usefulness of these pyramid of ideas mm. for everything but also see that they are not fixed and they are not absolutely true you mm, know mm. even the most seeming seemingly certain things you know there's doubts about them and yeah. they will change and mm. and you know a victorian idea of how the world works is yeah. completely different from a modern person's yeah. idea of yeah, yeah. how the world works so the choice is between those two things yeah yeah and i think you can you, yeah you're right like it's a mistake as well to be so attached to that and really try and take comfort in it as like you said as it being some solid foundation of like yeah you know you can think like yeah we've got most stuff figured out there might be a few bits that we're not sure about but we're working on that and you know that can give you a lot of comfort but you know a lot of people would have felt the same degree of certainty about what was known like in the victorian age with you know the level of like science and their medicine and everything they had there they may have felt the same degree of certainty from that understanding there. And I think there's another thing actually from from my same friend that is one of his kind of, I guess, his, his mantra, something that he, he talks about a lot, is that anything can happen. And I think that's a really nice thing to have because it, it's a, an openness and a receptivity that like anything can happen. You're not creating this rigid world where these are the sort of things that can happen like you really have an openness of like i know anything can happen like who knows what what the next moment will bring it could be something completely different like completely different to your experience now it could be like you know you transform into a different being or something you know i think that's unlikely but you never know <laughs> you literally just don't know and that's something I really like and how I've I've changed how I think about the world. Like I, I really think less about the world and how to live a good life, how to do the things you need to do in the world, how to like be successful, quote unquote. But I I now when I when I say things, I say understanding how to navigate reality because that doesn't take for granted the you know the earth and living in england and all these other things it just leaves an openness because it could be that that the consciousness that i am now it ends up experiencing very different things that aren't like life as i know it and i just love that that way of thinking of it of just navigating through reality of trying to, you know, have a, a, a confidence and an openness to just experience what's going to happen and to see what can happen 
and just just be be open-minded to things that you don't expect happening to essentially miraculous things happening and and when you've got an openness to miracles then you're going to experience more of them that feels like a great place to move on to next week's quote nice <laughs> oh the best <laughs> bit so yeah. yeah yeah what have what have you got for us so it's, it, it links in quite nicely actually so this is a quote by spiritual teacher jack cornfield oh nice i got a couple on my list of him that i, do. I want to <laughs> do at some point yeah without attention to our hearts we become like the generation of parents who followed popular experts in refusing to feed or pick up crying children even though every wise instinct and cellular impulse in their body called for them to hold and comfort their child in pain nice doesn't roll off the tongue that one but the reason why i say it links in is just that we were talking about yeah what we assume to be the reality of things yeah and yeah you know and and in this case feeding and or not feeding and not picking up your crying child mm -hmm. that was like yep that logically makes sense i can i can add that up you don't yeah. want to condition a child to be weak and to gotcha. and to just cry to get what they want you know that's not what we do and yet that fact you know led to essentially traumatizing like probably like multiple generations of people mm. because of that idea of reality mm. so it's it yeah it's an interesting example mm. of exactly that i'm happy to say that's not one of the ones i had written down i was like no. i better not do one <laughs> of the the ones i got listed <laughs> I was no, saving this is one that day. you can yeah, I don't think this one is sitting online somewhere to be picked up. Cool. <laughs> I had to flip open a book and find this one. <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah. Nice, nice dig at me with my uh, cool quotes sorry. search history. <laughs> cool deep quotes .com. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, if you think that anyone else would enjoy it, it would be lovely if you could share it with them. We are growing organically as you know and yeah it just means such a huge amount to get new listeners and also to hear from you if you found anything particularly interesting about this episode you want to chat with us about it head to know what i mean podcast which is our instagram or you can drop us an email which is in the description below this episode much love and see you next week peace